Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. We are your hosts as always, Oscar and Zeke, and please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be considered as personal financial advice. And if personal financial advice is what you are after, then please get in touch so that we can connect you with the correct professionals to make sure that the job is done correctly. Enjoy the show. Today we're talking about a very exciting topic, something that Oscar and I really enjoy doing in our spare time, which is reading and consuming content, reading books, consuming content. In terms of consuming content, we mean actually informative <laughs> content. So I was going to not say sitting on TikTok, uh, doom scrolling, that's not really consuming the right content. I actually, um, if I am on TikTok now, I get a lot of things popping up about scrolling on TikTok. So... I think that's a good thing in, to have in my actual feed. Just yeah, they're sure ripping you doom, doom scrolling. They say, are you doom scrolling and wasting your potential? It's like, oh, shit, All right, throw the phone away. Let's go. Yeah, it's like something to look at, and then it pops up with, like, David Goggins, and it's like, do something. Who's going to carry the boats? <laughs> uh, but anyway, right. we're breaking up into three different segments. We're going to have finance-related, business-related, and personal-related. Don, mm. where do you want to start? I think we start at the top of the list of finance books. Uh, it does make sense seeing we are a finance predominantly podcast. Number one, and we have done an episode of this, was it 12 months ago now, Zeke? It would be in between longer. 12 and 18, probably yeah, 15 months. Um, well, if you have heard that episode, this will come as no surprise. Number one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by the man in charge, Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, that is definitely my favorite book of all time. It was my first finance book I read, which I actually enjoyed. And that is what got me into enjoying property investment and the way you can borrow the bank's money to actually help yourself build wealth. So that book there is a great beginning or starting point for anyone who is not predominantly into reading books like I used to be. Um, you were very similar with yours because that was in your list, wasn't it? Unless yours has changed. That was number one for me, definitely oh, still Rich Dad Poor Dad. I think that, yeah, just the way that he kind of conveys two different personas in the book and you can you can watch one and see how they go and then look at the other and see how they perform, it draws a good correlation between different things you need to do in the world, kind of opens a, the eyes to what's actually going on behind closed doors between rat race and escaping. Yeah, because he, he really he really makes you understand that majority, and when I say majority, probably 80% of the population are in that rat race of working, well, firstly, going to school, getting a university degree, getting a job and working for the rest of their lives. So you know, working for an employer, but he correlated to someone else. I think it was his friend's dad who was a successful business owner who escaped the rat race and really put in his eyes that you can you know, build your own empire and not have to work for someone else and you know, become financially free at the same time. Absolutely. You're not wrong. It was it was his dad and then his friend's dad. Um, he starts his off teacher, going to his friend's dad. Pardon? Was his dad a teacher? Absolutely. All coming yeah, back. He was a teacher employed by the government, um, safe, secure job, as many people know. They're always going to need teachers. 
but it was more the actual mindset behind it as opposed to the actual role. Yeah, he goes and spends a little bit of time with his mate's dad, doing a little bit of slave work, a little bit of charity, and learns slave some fundamental work. lessons while doing it. Well, yeah, to an extent. Well, he did call it slave work in the book, so you can actually say there that. Number two on the list for me is going to be two different books, actually, because they kind of work together. You've got number one of number two, The Millionaire Next Door. Beautiful book. Goes into all the different research and studies behind millionaires, their patterns, what they do, how they act, behavior, where they live. Are they first generation? Have they inherited it? Spoiler alert, not inheritance. So everyone out there that's first generation or they they come from a lower socioeconomic family or something like that, you're not doomed. The hope is there. In fact, statistically, you've got a higher chance of making it than those of whom are higher socioeconomic levels. It's quite funny that um, how that happens, isn't it? It's like the higher socioeconomic individuals just are comfortable and just kind of settle. Um, but the lower really get into the grind and, and try and try and make their make their mark. So it is quite funny how that happens. Pitbull said it perfectly. You come over to wherever you're going or you're the first generation or you're born in a bad situation, whatever it is, and you start off shining shoes and then you own the shoe shop. You start off mm. making sandwiches and then you own the restaurant. You start off cleaning the houses and then you own every house on the block. Not bad for some immigrants. That's, that's, that's a key uh, line for his, his song, not me, not me saying that. <laughs> bad for some immigrants. And what song is that? Uh, that's Can't Have by him and Stephen Clark, actually one of my top three songs in oh, the world well, at the moment. That's for another podcast uh, episode of your, yeah. our top three songs, which we actually should Top do. songs. We should. Top um, but yeah, songs. Millionaire Next Door. That's by Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Danko. The second one that I'm putting in with that is actually The Next Millionaire Next Door. So uh, it's hence, a follow-up book. By one and the other. Yeah, it's a follow-up book. It's based on more recent times and it continues to show the studies and how they're affected and is it still relevant today again i love spoilers it is relevant still well, always has been always will be well look my next well let's say my second finance book is one that not many people know about and i didn't really know about until i just stumbled across this random book at the the back of the bookshelf uh, it is called my four-year-old the property investor. So give you a bit of an understanding, Zeke, because I assume you haven't heard this one either, is it's basically a dad writing a book for his kids when they're older about everything you need to know about property investing, like literally from the start, like what is it? Secondly, how do you choose property, like exit strategies, biggest mistakes um, to going on to like the contracts and where you should buy or what to look at when you buy and all different agreements and the tax side of things. So it's it's a very simplified book. It's written in a way that a 10-year-old could read it um, because it, hence it is for his kids and they're older. But the information in it is actually really good. It's very vital for yourself if you are looking to get into the property investment area. But that book there, it is by Cam McClellan. Cannot recommend it enough. It's a very easy read, but the information you will absorb is priceless. The next one for me is actually one that we've done before. And for those of whom are 
already fairly across their financial situation and they've got a bit of an understanding. They might be an intermediate level skill of finance or a sound level, then this might not apply to you. But The Barefoot Investor by Scott oh. Hay, very good book for beginners, very simple, goes through a couple of concepts, saving money, budgeting, spending, and just a little bit of actually the fundamentals behind setting things up properly. So it's not super insightful in terms of getting rich, but it gives you the fundamentals to then go further. Yeah, no, look, that, that is a very good book, that one. I read that in uh, Port Douglas in six hours, I think, by the pool. Just uh, picked, it, picked it up once, and when I put it down, I finished. So very easy read as well. So that's a perfect recommendation, actually. It is very easy to read, that one. Lots of diagrams, very broken oh, yeah. up. and it's great. And it shows as well, like, how he, I think his house burnt down and he lost majority of his assets. So it kind of it shows his journey of what happened then and then he implemented everything that he teaches you in the book to get to where he is now. So it's a, it's a very good book. Um, the I think, fi, do you have any more finance books or should we move on to more. business? Shoot your shot. By Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Oh, classic. Very simple, Think and Grow Rich. I don't have too much to say about it. It's, it's purely based around mindset. Well, I mean, its main focus is mindset, thinking about things, the impact like you can have on your own thoughts to achieve wealth and success, basically giving things a go and knowing that you mentally can have a huge impact on how you actually perform. Uh, that's a really good one to read for finance. Perfect. All right, well, let's jump into business uh, straight off the bat is what I'm currently reading as we speak, thinking I've got 80 pages left. It is The Diary of a CEO. So some of you may know the author, Stephen Bartlett. He has his own podcast, which is number one in Australia, for business and inspiration um, kind of and, and getting a lot of pretty good guests on it. But And the podcast is called The Diary of a CEO. But the book itself is basically his lessons his fundamental lessons he's learned from all the guests on his podcast i think there's around uh 33 yeah 33 laws of business and life in the book so the amount of people he's interviewed he puts all the you know, the top 33 lessons that's helped him personally grow and also his business grow and shares them with you for anyone who is starting their own business or just trying to level up in life so it's a pretty good book uh, and the chapters are very, you know, they're not too long. They're quite short and easy to read as well. But you won't get bored of that one. So that's a definite top one for the business side of things. Yeah, I can't back that more. I haven't read the actual book. I am a listener of the podcast. Beautiful podcast, done very well. The guests that he gets on there are amazing. One of them actually correlates to one of my personal ones that I'm going to bring up later. But he had a guest on there not too recently, actually. Gary Brecker was on there. He's someone I'm going to bring up a bit later. But Diary of a CEO podcast, Unreal. Don can Gary Brecker, the he, he's the man who predicted uh, Joe Rogan's life expectancy, didn't he? He's done it for a lot of people. Um, the biggest uh, one he did was Dana White. Oh, that's that's who I mean, Dana White. Yeah, because yes. he spoke about that with Stephen Bartlett on the uh, – I know exactly the podcast episode you are referring to. Yeah, he's actually – well, actually, we'll, we'll get to it later. So we'll move on from yeah, that. Yeah, get to it later. Um, 
the next one, it's funny, all of my business-related things are actually not books. So I'm glad that you've got a few books to bring in. Another one for me, as well as Diary of a CEO podcast, is actually the PBD podcast. With PBD, there is another one out there by Ed Milet. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one by Patrick Bet David. Very good podcast. He basically gets on there and talks about a bunch of different things like business, personal development, just views on the actual world itself, a bit of commentary on on things going on that are relevant today, for example, the current wars and stuff. But mostly from a business perspective, very good podcast. He's had a very a few guests on there that are absolutely exceptional and that other people haven't been able to get. Highly recommend watching that. Well, there you go. So it's not just in the books. This is perfect. Um, another business one, uh, a guest on Stephen Bartlett's podcast, uh, Johan Harry or Hari, is Stolen Focus. This obviously from the title you can figure out it is talking about how you can prevent yourself losing focus on day-to-day tasks, business, um, relationships, sport, phys- uh, physical activity, literally everything. And it shows his research, his experience, what he's seen in the past and what he's predicting to happen and a few different steps that you can take if you have horrible um, focusing skills. So if you continue to find yourself going on your phone when you're trying to write an email or you have something important to do, but you're always pushing it to the side, this book is perfect because it goes into, I think it was around 30 years of, or maybe 20 years of literal research and traveling around the world, like interviewing all these um, individuals. So there's a lot of knowledge in this book. And even if you don't want to read the book, there's an episode on on the podcast, on CEO's podcast, like I just mentioned, which I think it's a 45-minute episode, which talks about this book anyway, but cannot recommend it enough. The next one for me is not actually a podcast or a book. It's just a bunch of different videos and stuff that I've consumed and or frequently revisit by none other than Mr. Amanda Bond himself. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305, Miami, Armando Christian Perez, the man Pitbull. (laughs) You are obsessed. He's unreal. He does have very good points. He's got his own podcast, From Negative to Positive, as you can imagine, which is also good. He goes on there and talks about business and stuff. A particular video he's done with Grant Cardone, The Power of Money and Freedom, which is an underdog's perspective, is very good. You've also got Armando Christian Perez, Secret to Success. He does a bunch of different interviews talking about money, talking about mindset and how you can actually make it and take your life from a negative to a positive because every day above ground is a great day. Remember that. Deep. Very deep. Another line from one of his songs. Very good. Perfect. So what's that? That's business. Do you have any more business books or content or? That's me for business. All right, well, let's move to personal. So one of my favourite personal books, just mentioned the man, another Stephen Butler book, Happy, Sexy, Millionaire. So this one here is his first book. Um, The Diary of a CEO book is his his most recent one, came out a couple of months ago. This one basically is talking about his journey as an 18-year-old broke, lonely, insecure university dropout um, from a bankrupt family who... By 25, he was a multi-millionaire with a business worth over 300 million pounds. So it literally shows his journey 
from rock bottom to top of the world and then selling that company and now obviously his podcast is bringing his income um, passively so great book bit shorter than the, than the new one but it yeah gives you the ideas and mindset you need to have if you want to break the cycle uh, and really level up the next one in terms of personal um i can confirm this is actually one of your favorites as well and oh. it's a double-ended oh. one again there's a part one and part two. First of all david goggins can't hurt me yes that was going to be Excellent. the next one Ah, sorry, mate. He talks about basically his upbringing, how he was beat, how he was bullied, how he he was basically a nobody and a piece of shit, turned his life around, couldn't be hurt, changed everything. He lost, what was it, like 60 pounds to get into the military? Yeah, but then he Um, put it back on. Yeah, and, and then he lost it again, as we know. Yeah, he basically went through some shit and... He got where he wanted to go. He talks about the importance of mindset. Very abruptly exposes how lazy and how pathetic most of us actually are. Then after that book, he goes on to do Never Finished, which is his second book. Also very good. I actually think I like that one more than Can't Hurt Me. Um, But again, I had the pretense of Can't Hurt Me while reading that, which is basically continuing his journey where where he is now and it's done in podcast form too, so you don't have to read it. You can actually do the audiobook with added stuff where he's getting interviewed on a podcast about it. Yeah, I was, I was going to mention that. The ebook is actually unreal because it's like an interview as well. So I think it was after every couple chapters, the narrator actually asks him about the chapter and says, okay, in this chapter you said this. Um, let's talk about it more more detail, and then it will go on for like another 10 minutes about it. Yeah, and you get really into the nitty-gritty then and there's like very very raw interviews with people as well like for instance his mum who didn't have a great relationship about certain things i highly highly recommend getting on both of them uh reading the book for can't hurt me and then getting their podcast one for never finished yeah well it's just, just a goat um bit of a side yeah. note i was in bed monday morning i got back from Sydney um, quite late Sunday night, but I, I, had, I had to go to the gym Monday morning because you can't have a Monday off. But I was in bed, buddy, cooked out of my mind, tired, tired wise, that is. And I didn't want to get up, but I just heard who's going to carry the boats in the back of my mind of what David Goggins says all the time. And I thought, what would Goggins do? And then I got up and went to the gym. Did you do the old undertaker kip up and scream out, I am? I, I did get up as the Undertaker, but I did not scream, no. Uh, Mr. Mark Galloway, legend. While we're here, I just want to point out as well, majority of the things that we're bringing up or the, the content produced or the people making the content are all not necessarily from high-class places. For example, going back to The Millionaire Next Door where it's talking about first generations and immigrants and stuff like that or people in, in lower socioeconomic places rising to the top through their pressures. First up, Stephen Bartlett, his mum's Nigerian. He was born in Botswana. He's now running an absolute muck. Christian Armando Perez, Mr. Pitbull, 305. He is Cuban. His mum's Cuban. So he came to Miami and took took the world by storm. David Goggins, African-American. He copped a lot of racism growing up. I'm not sure if he does anymore, but there's been times when 
He was literally running because he loves to run. He'd be running and people would be yelling uh, the N-word at him at the window and, and stirring him up. Robert Kiyosaki, he's born in Hilo, which is Hawaii, but his parents are Japanese. I don't think that he grew up super wealthy either um, based on what he says in his book, just to name a few. So everyone out there, you can get there. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually probably a good point to go on before you speak about the man who was interviewed by Stephen Bartlett. Oh, yes. Okay, we Mr. Gary Brecker. Yes, him. Yeah, I've I've still got a couple more books to go on, so I was going to save oh, him for really? this, but I thought, I thought you were wrapping up. No, Gary Brecker, The Ultimate Human Podcast. So he's launched his own podcast now. I've been following him for a few years, but recently he's expanded massively. He's been working with Grant Cardone and he's obviously helped him with a marketing plan. He's taken the world by storm in the last month or two. He's magically popped up, taken over TikTok, taken over YouTube, taken over podcasts. He's now launched his own podcast. He's advertising his business, 10X Health, which Grant Cardone is a part owner of because he bought the other business. But anyway, Gary Brecker is an absolute genius biohacker. He basically was an insurance uh, assessor. His job was to figure out how long people have to live. He's a mortality expert. So he would go to the insurer and say this person's going to die in X amount of months. And he was actually correct most of the time. He did that for over 20 years, got sick of it. And now he basically can go on and help the world. So he specializes in basically genetics, genes, hormones, anything biology related. And he helps you become the ultimate human, hence why he calls it the ultimate human podcast. Listen to that, get tests done and become the ultimate human. Uh, To build up on that a little bit, actually, because we're talking about Stephen before and we're talking about Dana White. Dana White's a very skeptical man for everyone that knows him. And there's, there's actually a podcast on the ultimate human podcast where he talks to Dana about this. Dana was not in a good position in terms of health financially. He's always in a good position. He's an animal. Uh, he's the owner of the USC for those who don't, don't know him, but he actually found out that he had not long at all to live through doing the testing that Gary Brecker does changed his life. He's now in the best shape he's ever been in. Um, he's doing stuff to help, Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, stuff like that. He basically cures anxiety and depression and he exposes the fact that these issues people have, like depression and anxiety and that kind of thing, although they are real issues, there is solutions to dealing with them. And most of it actually does come down to hormones and consumption of different foods and exercise and stuff like that. Um, Anyone that watches Keeping Up the Kardashians, you know, Kendall Jenner, my absolute love, by the way, shout out. We love is Kendall. very anxious. Oh, we do. We love her. She's very anxious. Um, Gary is helping her with that. And Bella Hadid as well, we also know, suffers a bit of anxiety and stuff. And he has severely helped with that. She hasn't had a panic attack since she met him, actually. <laughs> so he claims. You love it. So good. Yeah. Sound like you're, so, you're from in a sanctum. Well, mate, I I may as well be at this point. I feel like I feel like I am between mm. Biebs, Kendall, oh, Bella, Ailey, Brecker, even Selena. I feel like I'm there. Selena, bring her back. I love her. I've got actually two more to touch on. Do you have any more you wanted to go through? Um, no, I think that's kind of my main. They're my main. What are they? Five books. 
Does that mean that the 5am club is no longer one of your favourite personal books? I was going to put it in, but you know what? I look, the, the the meaning behind the 5am club is is great. That you've got to win the morning, win the day, get up before 5am, be at the gym at 5am, because if you do that, your mind's on, your body's on, you are hungry. But the book itself kind of gets a bit weird because it's um, they try and make it like a little weird story in it. So I wouldn't recommend reading it fully, but just take the lesson out of it just to get up at 5am and seize the morning, if I'm All being right. honest. So instead of putting in the 5am club, what we'll do is we'll just say, go on ChatGPT and type in, can you please give me the fundamental lessons of the 5am club? Read them. Happy days. Or just Google it. Easy as. Yeah, all that. Second last one for me is how to win friends and influence people. Oh. Very simple. It's purely based upon building relationships, communication, and basically understanding other people. It's done by Dale Carnegie, very good author. I won't go into that too far because I feel like a lot of people have heard of that. And the final one, which, again, I don't need to go too far into, is actually Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. It just talks about seven different habits that make highly effective people about being productive, doing the right thing, and prioritizing things. I don't need to break that down much more either. You can even just no. go on Google, Google seven the habits, read what they are, and you're happy. Yeah, because there would be uh, just a list of them, I'd imagine. Oh, absolutely there would be. But I think that's a very, very good updated version because I believe – Last time we only spoke about four or five books strictly on the uh, finance side. But now we've expanded the horizon. So if you are looking more business or more personal or more finance, now you have your answers. So I think that is quite a good uh, area. And we'll put all the, the book links on the bio for the episode as well. Uh, we'll probably just pop them on from Amazon, I'd say, probably the easiest if you want to get involved and uh, just purchase the books. Yeah, definitely get on there, have a read of them all, watch the content we've talked about, listen to the content we've talked about. There's one more that none of us actually mentioned, and I feel like all our listeners would be aware of this one, the Finance Bible Podcast. Yes. Classic. Everything, business, finance, personal, banter, it's got it all. Subscribe, like, follow, share. All right, that's it for the day. We'll catch you next time. Perfect. Ciao. If you've liked the podcast, please give us a review, jump on that five-star wagon, share it around with your mates and just give us a big odd tip.